In Market Watch, we have Theo Klein, an economist from Oxford Economics, Africa in South Africa. Many other projects continue to make headlines in Namibia, whether it be green steel or green iron, and um, also the Cal Blue, who's going ahead with their cow production activity in Luderitz. Um, and obviously just continued mining exploration and investment taking place. Uh, and more and more countries that have visited Namibia in recent months, uh, South Korea, Japan, just and India, just to name a few, who have also pledged or signed agreements to invest in specifically rare earth metal exploration in Namibia in the northern parts, to be exact. So I think all these headlines certainly will not lead to growth or job creation in the next couple of months, but it certainly will be positive for the economy from the medium term onwards. And I think that's what we as a nation need to focus on now is just to remain patient once all these mega projects actually start filtering through to uh, the real economy. And there we talk about actual jobs being created, foreign direct investment actually coming into the country and being used to buy equipment and so forth and for production to then start. What's also interesting is that Namibia has been voted uh, or ranked uh, number one in Africa in terms of foreign direct investment performance and um, Namibia now ranks 13 globally. I think that's quite significant. Namibia never used to hold such rankings regards to foreign direct investment. I think this is really also um, early fruits that we see of the hard work the NIPDB is doing. There was a bit of criticism on the NIPDB for going to Dubai and Europe and all the, the COP27 and COP26 uh, conferences and so forth, trying to advertise Namibia, trying to entice investors to come to our country and so forth. There was criticism on that because you first need to sort of clean your house before you invite guests over. And to a great extent, the private sector still wants policy reform uh, before they will invest but then never mind local investors or businesses or entrepreneurs we probably need to do policy reform and provide more policy certainty before we want foreign investors to come to our country but despite there still being uncertainty around the Namibia economic empowerment bill and also the um, Namibia investment promotion and facilitation bill Obviously, there's a lot of uh, negativity and pushback from the private sector on those bills because they still are seen as being business unfriendly or investor unfriendly. Despite us having uncertainty around those policies at the moment, we still see foreign investors keen to come to Namibia, which probably makes one wonder you know, what has been discussed behind closed doors, because certainly the uncertainty around those bills should still actually, in our view, deter foreign investors. However, if you compare Namibia to other African countries, we are actually doing very well as a country. And I think that's something we don't always acknowledge. The private sector will have to continue to put pressure on government to actually come to a final decision on these bills because we cannot have them providing uncertainty and deterring local investment as well. But despite that, it's still refreshing to see all these foreign nationals and companies coming to us 
I think the one question we still need to ask ourselves is, can our government successfully manage all these mega projects, given our track record of historic public-private partnerships? Um, examples such as Ramatex and the purge of factory in Valfus come to mind, where we see that government has not done a good job in managing projects with private partners in the past. However, then you look at examples such as Deb Marine, where government actually has a 50% uh, shareholding in the diamond operations uh, alongside Deb Marine. And there you actually see that uh, government is actually doing quite a good job. But once again, government is a shareholder, not part of the operations of the diamond mining activities. So even that does not really give one confidence that our government has what it takes to be a partner in these mega business projects that are being planned for the country. And we need to ask ourselves, how will our leaders, you know, handle this and will they be successful in managing these mega projects? Obviously, we have a change of leadership taking place next year with presidential elections coming up and they one really also needs to hear from the new presidential candidates what is what are their views what are their perspectives how did that what is their approach to these mega projects how will they handle it how do they see themselves managing it that's what we need to start hearing from these presidential candidates and I think to a great extent that is still lacking uh, that sort of uh, transparent communication from those candidates